Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another edition of a happy hour. Uh, as always, if you choose to do so, please drink responsibly. And yeah, what are you sipping on, Samantha? So I'm keeping it simple with my vodka seltzer water that I'm not naming the brand because I don't know if they're a good brand, but I enjoy their drinks. I do know they're like a big corporate type of brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is watermelon flavored. Oh, that's interesting because it's kind yes. of like a rainy November day here. It is. I know. Well, any like light, fruity seltzer feels like it should be summer, mm-hmm. but it's good for me, especially because it's not exactly happy hour time in real time, not to tell <laughs> on ourselves. So I'm keeping it low key. Yes. Yes. Uh, and as you're listening to this, um, the midterm elections have just happened. And so we are going to be talking about that. But just know, we know, we know, and we're grappling with things. Um, yeah, and we'll be, we'll be talking about it, I'm sure, for a long time. I am drinking a margarita, which I guess is also not super weather on point, but right. it's delicious and refreshing. And it is actually hot in my closet because of these lights. She gets Ooh, very hot. I do get very hot. And I'm a cold-natured person. Um, right. 
Yeah, but it, it's a it's a small space. And also, as I've told Samantha, this episode is probably going to get me all riled up. So, Oh, she's been preparing. I have been preparing. And in fact, this outline, uh, a little peek behind the scenes, normally we do a much more structured outline. Unless it's something super conversational. This is something that I have just done bullet points randomly for months <laughs> um, so it's just kind of a a hodgepodge of emotions from me. <laughs> There's thoughts. a lot of question marks and exclamation points in this outline. There just are. Just so y'all know. There are. Uh, and I do want to preface this in a multiple, multiple ways. Okay. So number one, I think we should come back and talk about this more in depth. I know not everyone will be excited about that, but I will be. And sometimes that's all that matters. <laughs> Two, there's two reasons I wanted to talk about this, which is we are talking about my thoughts around toxic masculinity and Mandalorians ah. from Star Wars. Y'all, she has a lot of feels. <laughs> I have so many feels. We can't even... I'm going to keep this short, but believe me, <laughs> this could be a 15-hour miniseries. So there are two reasons this was on my mind. Um, one is my mom, my sweet mom, when we were recently hanging out, asked me what she thought would be a simple question, which is, what is a Mandalorian? And 30 minutes later, she was like, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I was literally going on for 30 minutes. Um, Because it's complicated. It's complicated. And also, when I was recently at Dragon Con, not one, but two men told me the whole reason they didn't like Book of Boba Fett, which I have plenty of issues with, but the whole reason they didn't like it was because Boba Fett took off his helmet. And this just got my brain turning. I got my thoughts, my feminist thoughts were going, Samantha. I was like, that's interesting. I also have to say, I held back from doing the biggest, most annoying, well, actually, because Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine if I'd said that? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. It would have been very, very terrible. So, also, to preface this, I do love Mandalorians. You can critique things you love. I think that that's totally legitimate. But I think this, this idea... Of the Mandalorian, which if you're not clear, and it is confusing as it took 30 minutes for me to even try to explain this to my mom. Basically, they are a um, a people, a creed. I've mistakenly said race before. They're not a race. They're, they're like a people or a creed um, that swear the Resonair are basically like the six tenets of being a Mandalorian. Um, so anybody can do it if you possess the... There's a word, there's a Mandalorian word for it, Mandokar or something. Um, but so so anybody could do it. Um, they do have a planet. Mandalore was destroyed by the Empire, who they had worked with. Their armor is, like, sacred to them. Weapons are their religion, as they say. They're very uh, warrior combat uh, type of people. They respect things like that. Um, and it, it is one of those things where... Oh, oh gosh, I could talk about this for so long. But basically, like I do, I see a lot of women, especially in fan fiction, 
romanticizing kind of that like strong man with the, you know, under the armor is... Can't be touched. There's no... he's, He's emotionally distant. Yes. Has a lot of responsibilities, a lot of emotions, just ruminating all inside. (laughs) Yes, that kind of brooding uh, shell that maybe you can crack or maybe uh, I... He's the one you got to fix. Exactly. Who doesn't love fixing men. I know. And I, you know I have a whole other episode coming out about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it is kind of that idea. And I, this, this isn't new. We've talked about this on this show a lot. But I think that the fact that two men told me that's what bothered them about Book of Boba Fett really struck me because essentially then it becomes... I hadn't really considered the idea of here is a character who... And I'm, I'm speaking of the Mandalorian specifically here. Um, but here is a character who doesn't remove his helmet who speaks in kind of a monotone through a modulator, voice modulator, doesn't remove his armor. And that is such a, like, physical costuming representation of this idea of, like, the stoicism, of, like, no one can know you, of you have to be strong, you have to be... No one can hurt you like this. And the fact that that's what made them mad about that whole show is that he showed his face, I find very fascinating. <laughs> right. To me, I needed to know, because I was like, is it really, Pascal? Is, is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? And then I was like, oh, okay, maybe it is. <laughs> sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. I'm assuming uh, it's a stand-in the entire time. In Book of Boba Fett, I think it was. Yeah, and I just, like, that whole thing of... That you won't show anybody your face. And then you get him with this, you know, super cute uh, little baby. And he's starting to show cracks in his shell. Yes. Um, Who commits genocide, by the way. (laughs) Look... Don't get me started on that, <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> We're not trying to make I was everybody so disturbed. mad. <laughs> I was like, "What is happening? Why is no? Why is everyone okay with this? Why is Mama like, ah, that's okay? I got a that's few left. Fine. <laughs> I love for people who haven't seen the show. You're listening. Like, what are you talking about? <sighs> exactly. Warned. Exactly. And and you know, I made this joke before, but Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, is playing Joel from The Last of Us in the upcoming show. And it's a similar thing. And we've talked about that where there's a lot of, I think a lot of forgiveness we're willing to give and a lot of ground we're willing to give and a lot of like, frankly, fan love we're willing to give to this male character who's so stoic, who's wearing this mask. Like you can't know So strong. So strong. What does he say in the trailer? He says in the game too, like, you don't know what loss is. Like, And he does. She does. Exactly, she does. She does. <laughs> exactly. And we're so like, but he's so sweet, though. He's been through so much. Like, we're so ready to really forgive that. And especially in this space. I mean, women do it in fan fiction. I've seen it. I've read it. I've written it. Like, I get it. But I've also, like, men seem to do it in terms of, and I don't want to say everybody, but like, maybe these men specifically were talking about the mask. Like, they do it when they see that character. It's almost like that's his positive is that he's, you know, emotionally cut off, untouchable, whatever. He's right, so stoic. Right. You can't see his face. 
but he's still being kind to this child who is so innocent and heavy quotes, like the most innocent thing you can think it's 50 of. 50 years old. This child's 50 know. years old. Look, Samantha, if I start talking about Grogu slash Baby Yoda, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but I think we might be canceled. Um. <laughs> can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. And I know you listeners know my love, Peaches Gertrude McFuzzin, whom I've talked about so much. And she really was love at first sight. But I will tell you that it took a long time for me to find her. I actually was looking for a good two years before I stumbled upon her picture from my local shelter and knew the moment I saw her that she was the one. And the minute I tell you when I saw that picture and I went to meet her out the shelter and I sat with her for a good 20 minutes, y'all, I couldn't leave her. I knew she had to be mine. I knew we belonged together. Peaches and I are friends as well. We, are, we have a good relationship together. So. You can find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. 
I just feel like the way Mandalorians are written, which is a very, again, warrior class, and they there are plenty of women who are Mandalorians, don't get me wrong, but they, they have kind of a more masculine vibe. I've seen a lot of uh, hypocrisy in how they judge, people judge Mandalorians versus how they judge like anything else, anybody else. In Star Wars, um, even if this, the, it's the exact same scenario, and it's kind of something where I, I think it's this idea. It's the same idea where we're very, very willing to accept violence as a form of showing love or compassion or whatever, mm-hmm. and especially this kind of masculine way of, of being violent and perhaps being closed off. It's just all daddy issues. It is. Ugh, all of it. You, I, mean, I feel like you've got like a trigger list where you're just trying to set me off. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just did. like, I'm not going to lie. I finished She-Hulk last night and I yes. hope we can come back and talk about that. Mm-hmm. But she was right. She was right. She was right. And I actually <laughs> did want to bring that up because <laughs> you and I both talked about how I was kind of hesitant to say I liked it at first because I'd heard so many negative things about it. So awesome. I, know, I don't I understand. It. It's 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 very very fun. It's very very new feeling. I feel like it did a bunch of things where I was like, as a woman, like yes, yes, yes. And it definitely has its problems. And we are going to come back and talk about it. But I was afraid to say I liked it because I'd heard all these negative things about right. it. I really thought it was going to be one of the worst shows ever. Mm-hmm. My expectations were low, and I came in, and both my partner and I, who he is a critic, were dying laughing throughout and getting all of the jokes because it was so too real. It was too real. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. But that's I can't, a whole thing. That's a whole thing. I can't wait till we talk. But I brought I wanted to bring it up in this conversation because I do think I have also heard mostly men, but some women who feel much more comfortable being more vocal about liking something that is masculine coded. And I would say the right. Mandalorian is very masculine coded. And then some. Isn't the yes. Mandalorian in itself kind of the beginning of like the men who are like, yes, I've been waiting for this bounty hunter to be the man yes. who can survive. Like he didn't survive in the damn movies. Why you barely, <laughs> barely survived in the damn oh, movies. Boba Fett. Oh, don't get me. Oh my God. Don't get me started on Boba Fett. Anyway. <laughs> yes. No, that is exactly what I'm talking about though. It, that's one of the things like I really like the Mandalorian. I think it's very enjoyable. But one of the things that never really worked for me is I felt like they were telegraphing too hard that he's the best, most amazing bounty hunter ever. And I was like, but is he? Because he keeps failing. And he sure does die. He He comes back. But (laughs) it makes him an interesting character. There's nothing wrong with that. But they were trying too hard to be like, he's this Western guy. He's got no feelings. He's so tough. Like they were just trying too hard to tell me who he was instead of actually doing the work of showing me who he is. And um, I have heard so many men who I feel like when they tell me why they like The Mandalorian, it's almost become a sort of red flag for me. (laughs) Like, oh. I don't think you're wrong. Which again, I love the show. I love the show. I... It's just when I hear a certain praise of it where I'm like, I think you might be missing... The point, which, as you know, is one of my big critiques of new Star Wars stuff, and especially how I think people misunderstood, mostly men, the end of Return of the Jedi. But I'll just hear these guys talk about it, like, oh, he, he took off his mask. He's That means it's not worth watching. Like, I, 
I don't know that you're upholding the thing that you should be upholding, which it sounds like right. is very toxic, stoic masculinity who right. doesn't give show any emotions. And when he does, he should be so rewarded that he did. Right. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why are we giving accolades to someone who just finally shows that they care? So compassion yeah. and empathy should be awarded if it's minimal, apparently. Yes. And if you're hostile and abusive before and you change to have one inkling of it, yes. then you will now get a crown. Yes. Absurd. And this is not unique to the Mandalorian at all. Like, we see this all the no. time. I feel like this is in romance all the time of, like, the woman who, like, wears the man down. Yes, because it's this level of this conversation of women fighting for men to yes. help them to become the better man. And that's mm-hmm. supposed to be the end all instead of them just being good men. Right. And so and this is very heteronormative, but very much so. And also like we we don't have time to talk about this today, but I was thinking about that in terms of that means like you could translate that to mean we still infantilize women because we're putting them in this like yeah, childish time. role of, you know, maybe it's a cute baby Yoda uh doing it, or maybe it's like a, a young woman who's doing it. Like it's very much this innocent. Uh, character who brings this really stoic, traumatized man out of his shell. And uh, as we've talked about before, like we have such different standards for women in that role. Like if uh, the Mandalorian was a woman, there'd be way more judgment about her skills as a parent. Oh, she sent him to fix an electric thing or whatever. Like, Wasn't there a whole thing with the woman Mandalorian who came in and already had her mask off, like her being too emotional? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I have a whole, I have a whole thing about like Jedi Mandalorian relationships because I feel like Jedi are like teachers and they've been really feminized and the Mandalorians have been really masculinized. Yeah, but guess who's still standing? <laughs> Neither one, so there that is. I know, truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> truth. Painful, it's painful. Um, there's also an interesting saying that Mandalorians have. So, gosh, I have gone so deep down the rabbit hole, but I know, like, the Mandalorian marriage vows, okay? And they are... I thought they weren't supposed to be married. They're supposed to be married. They are. Mandalorians, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mandalorians are all about, like... And their courting rituals are oh, all about combat and proving like sense. you're so worthy. But they their final phrase in their um, wedding vows are "We will raise warriors." And then they have a saying like, "No one judges you by your father; only the father you will be." Which I find really interesting because also they're very hypocritical. They don't do that. But again, going back to those daddy issues, I'm kind of wondering if the people who like made this mythos of the Mandalorians. I've said it before, I've said it again, I I suspect they might have had some trouble with their parents. And, you know, it could just be they were trying to do a, like, a Darth Vader kind of thing, but I don't think so. Maybe, I don't think so, though. I will say we are preparing, long been preparing episodes on religious trauma. Outside of family drama, Star Wars is a huge religious trauma, and Mandalorians, especially the Creed that uh, the Mandalorian Din Djarin follows is very religious trauma. That is, oof, oof. Um, So there is that level of feeling like, you know, you've been raised in this system that is telling you you can't show your face, you can't give your name, you can't be your true self. 
which I think you could make an argument about like the patriarchy in that. Uh, will I do it? Yes, but not right now. <laughs> I have a note in here that is telling me to stop getting so mad. That is so funny. I wrote it down. Um, <laughs> I'm here, okay. Um, I think you it's because yourself? I know I know Star Wars fans are really passionate and people have really strong opinions about these things. I have very strong opinions about these things. It often devolves into a Mandalorian versus Jedi thing, and I'm trying not to do that right here. Uh, but, oh boy, could I. Um, I don't think this means by any, any stretch that Mandalorians deserved what the Empire did to them. That was very complicated. We talked about that in our Satine Crease episode kind of some of the dynamics there. And also uh, Sabine, Satine and Sabine, different. There's too many. Yes. So if you if you want to check that out for sure. Um, but I guess like, mostly I'm kind of perplexed that those dudes said that to me. I, I really was sort of shocked that that was their reason they didn't like the entire show is that he took off his helmet. And then I'm kind of annoyed at the free pass we seem to give these, you know, sort of stoic men who might be nice sometimes compared to women or I I, I don't know. Like, I again, I like this. I really like that. I've written it. I've read it. I get it. But we do seem as, as a society to be like, oh, yeah, I love him. I know he's kind of a jerk, but we don't do that <laughs> for a lot of other, like, women or like things like that. It's true. Um, so those are my thoughts. I have a lot. Yes, you do. I could keep... I, I will revisit this one day, I'm sure, but um, I didn't when get as mad as I comes. thought I would. Oh, oh I'm going to be so tense, Samantha. <laughs> I'm going to be so tense that whole time. But yes, I'm sure we will revisit it then. Um, in the meantime, thank you for for bearing with me and for listening. <laughs> People are going to know. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. If you would like to contact us with your your thoughts about Mandalorians or any or fan fiction so suggestions, because wow, do people... There's a lot of fan in around Mandalorians, I'll tell you that. Um, you can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive 
and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 